Hi, I'm Rome. I'm Alexis. And I'm Patrick. And, and this, this is Sound Assortment. On today's episode of Sound Assortment, we are talking about the best soundtracks from movies and TV shows. These songs are created specifically to capture the tones, character, and story of their respective mediums. If you want to pitch us an idea, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and send us a quick DM, or you can email us at soundassortment.podcast@gmail.com. We also make a playlist for all the songs listed in today's episode and leave all our references in our show notes. So sit back, relax, and let's talk about music. So the soundtrack I chose is from Spider-Verse, and I'm not sure if y'all watched it, but I adore it. I adore Spider-Verse. And I'm I'm a big fan of hip hop and comic culture, specifically Spider-Man. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was an instant and easy choice for me. Like and I was kind of conflicted as well choosing Black Panther, but I was more connected to Spider-Man than Black Panther. Um Here, so, off off the record. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland is Spider-Man, right? No, he's talking Not about the mo- the cartoon one. He's talking about the cartoon. Yeah, the animated. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I never went there. It's it's, it's okay. Right. It's okay. <laughs> so I chose this soundtrack because most of its tracks in some way align with the story, the character, and the character development of Miles Morales, the protagonist of the movie. So this soundtrack is um specifically great because it features artists like rap veterans who have left their stamp on the rap game like Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj to relatively new artists who are just setting their place in the genre like Jaden Smith, Sway Lee, and uh, Ski Mask the Slump God, and etc. So not only does it solidify their statuses in music as well as just as a celebrity, but it also puts their name out there. It also aids in the representation of the black community for the movie even more than it already has. Oh, yes. yeah, Nicki Minaj true. in a mm-hmm. Spider-Man outfit rapping. That's a Halloween special. That's what it's called. <laughs> That'd be hot. That would be hot. Yeah, that would be Halloween. That would that... be hot. I also didn't know. I re- I watched the movie, but I don't remember Lil Wayne or Nicki Minaj being in it. I only I, the only thing I remember is Post Malone song. That's all. I, that's all I remember. Oh yeah, no. Well, because those that that was like the single. That was like the single, and like exactly. What's Up Danger was in it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um. So I chose two songs that I really thought was uh really encapsulated what the soundtrack should be for um, Miles Morales' story. So, oh, and just for context, Miles Morales is an African-American and a Puerto Rican person. So the first song I chose was Familia by Annual AA, Bantu, and Nicki Minaj. And so a lot of people associate Miles Morales as a black superhero, but sometimes forget or not even aware that he's Puerto Rican, which is why I chose this song. So I'm really glad that they were able to show this aspect of him and not overlook it in the movie as well as the soundtrack. So it has some Latin rap brought by uh, Annual AA, as well as hints of reggae in the chorus from Bantu and hip hop brought by Nicki Minaj. The second song I chose was What's Up Danger. That was the second single along with uh, Sunflower. I gotta say, Sunflower isn't really my favorite. 
It's really annoying to me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm nice. so sorry. Sunflowers it was bad. the first time. It got overplayed, but it was nice. Yeah, maybe because I just heard it a lot on the radio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I think it really fits in with the energy of hip hop, um, as well as the hyperbolic lyrics like. I like it when it's turbulent. It's it's very like odd lyrics. Uh, odd's not the right word, but do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, very, like, yeah, yeah, out yeah. there. Yeah, it's just like why would you like who likes turbulence? Like no one likes yeah, turbulence. Yeah, I I mean he's saying what's up danger, so he he is inviting it. So uh yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mm. get it, I get it. But yeah, um but also Parts of the instrumentation carry the triumphant tones common in most superhero movies, which is why I really enjoyed this song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, um, I, I remember watching the movie and, and I I remember thinking that I that the songs that they picked in this movie were really strong choices, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I know you didn't pick Black Panther, but, like, the song choices in Black Panther were amazing, um just because like because like i think it's like kendrick lamar produced or like he he yeah he like he was like an executive producer yeah exactly so it's kind of like that where um you know in this movie they were very um like the people that they picked were really meticulous meticulously Mm. picked you know what i mean like there is like a purpose behind every um artist that they chose and stuff like that i feel like uh if you're choosing like people like like Lil Wayne and Nicki Minaj and like Post Malone and like, you know, people who are kind of in the the forefront of like hip hop mm. meets pop culture. Like, you know, like that's really good because Miles himself is like, he's young, you know what I mean? And like young kids mm-hmm. like hip hop and like they like pop and stuff. So it's it's, it's a really strong choice. It's, it was really um, a match made in heaven. I would like to Oh think. yeah, for sure, for sure. Like like I was I I listened to the whole soundtrack at least 3 times and it was difficult for me to choose what songs really what to choose cuz I think all the songs were really fitting. Mhm mhm. Yeah, there wasn't really any like songs that I felt like, oh, you know, like this is maybe not this one. Like yeah, like I see what you were saying with like the with the sunflower one. Um I feel mm. like the song did get overplayed just because like I don't know because of the movie. I feel like this the the song got overplayed because of the movie. People were, yeah. were like more into the song because, again, like because <laughs> how many times are I gonna say movie? Like you know, just <laughs> just because of the film. But um, yeah. I I mean again, I don't I don't really mind that song. Like I don't know, Lex. What are you? What are your thoughts on uh, on Patty's song choice or like um even the even the main song like Sunflower? Do you like that song? The only superhero movie I've watched is the one with Tom Holland, and I didn't even watch it for Tom Holland. I watched it for Zendaya. Uh, yeah. yeah so yeah, I literally know nothing, but I know that I liked Sunflower at first, and then it got really, really boring because I would go out for like an hour and hear it on the radio at least five times. Yeah. yeah. And there's yeah, only five I... songs in an hour. No. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe no. Maybe not that. But um no yeah I feel like um I also I also really liked um Familia. I really liked that song. It was a really nice blend of um I guess uh, like a kind of like a like I don't know. It, could you consider it reggaeton? I don't know. Maybe not. No, it it, it mixes genres. 
Like, yeah. It, it's it's a mix of Latino and it's a mix of reggae and it's a mix of hip hop. So it's all it's all it's all together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nicki Minaj is good with that though. Like she's good with like the what's what's the kind like it's not reggaeton like i'm not saying it like that but like like the west indian kind of culture like reggae like she's really good like mm-hmm. rapping over that kind of uh genre of music but um yeah i feel like she could also kill it in um in like latin music too i mean she's not she's not latin, latin but i don't know i feel like no, no, no. her her kind of vibe is like good for that kind of music so what song did you pick rome Okay, I picked the soundtrack that I picked was the soundtrack from To All the Boys I've Loved Before, Always and Forever, which is the third, um, the third and final segment of the movie, I think. Mm-hmm. So there's up to 40 songs in this movie. I'm, I'm not going through all 40 of the songs. Wait, what? Yes, I think, yeah, there's like up to 40 songs in that movie. You don't there's know like 12 it. 12 songs. No, there's in like mine. No, there's twelve songs in mine. Oh, in yours. In the Spider Verse. Oh, there's no, a but lot the... in mine. It's probably more than forty. Yeah, there's a lot in this movie. I didn't even know. It didn't feel that long when I um had watched it, but like, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know that there was forty songs in here. I was it's like, a two-hour yeah. movie. It's fun. Yeah, it is oh two God. hours. So you know they had a lot of time to kill. But you know, yeah, yeah. Everyone here, I think, like all of us, have watched Twelve the Boys at least, like at least one of them. But in case you guys don't know what to all the boys, I'm just gonna call it to all the boys because like it, it's it's like shorter that way. I don't really want to go through all of the you know. You I don't want to say. You could call it. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm not gonna call it Tilib. That sounds silly. <laughs> <laughs> Tilib. Tilib. It also sounds like Tilib or to die. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. No, 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 that was good. Oh uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call it to all the boys. So basically, to all the boys revolves around um this. Yeah, Korean American girl named Laura Jean. Laura is it Laura? It's Laura Jean or Laura Jean? Laura. 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 Yeah. So Laura Jean and basically, um, she, her sister Kitty sends, uh, her love letters to all her like past crushes, and then like the mm-hmm. the one that succeeds, the one the person that receives the letter and responds to it, is Peter Kavinsky. This is a very rough, like bad version. I think of maybe the- you should work on this summary. Yes, but but basically, it's just like, you know, her and Peter are like the main focus of the movie, you know, and their relationship and like the trials and tribulations of high school love and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so in this movie, Lara Jean, uh, it starts off with her in Korea because that's where her and her family went. Like they went on vacation there and they're going to visit. It's also the home country of her mom because her mom's Korean. Her dad is not uh anyway so the opening song of this movie is g by girls generation they go by snsd now and literally when this song came on like lex knows this like lex you know like Mm -hmm. my i literally screamed i was like oh my god like this song and there was screaming there was like and my heart was like beating like crazy i don't know it's just something about this song was like super nostalgic um i got into k-pop around like grade six so hearing the song for the first time after a very long period of time of not listening to k-pop uh it brought me back to that time in grade six because that's when i was really obsessed with k-pop 
And this song is just an OG K-pop song for me. I mean, it's it's not the song that got me into K-pop per se, but at the time, uh, at the time when I was into K-pop, which was like 2012, SNSD or Girls Generation was really really popular, and other groups were popular as well, like Super Junior, Big Bang, and Twenty One. But um, I was more into Big Bang and Twenty One at the time, but uh you know snsd was still like on my radar right um so how i saw this song like in retrospect how i saw this song um and how the choice to put it at the beginning of the movie like this is like i thought about like okay like why this song you know like i know it's a k-pop song i know that like you know they're in korea but there has to be something more um i just i don't know for some reason i just felt like there was something more and so i said that like Putting this song at the beginning of the movie articulated, this is a pro important, articulated the point that Laura Jean, or Laura Jean, excuse me, being Korean is an important part of her identity and is something that the audience shouldn't miss. This song wasn't popular in the West, to my knowledge, and so for it to be the opening song of the movie reflects how much Laura Jean wants to feel Korean as much as she is Korean by blood. So... That's just my analysis on why they put that song at the beginning. Uh, and then the other song that stood out to me out of all the 40 songs was Wanna Be by the Spice Girls. It's, yeah, like all of us know that song. It's literally iconic. So yeah, this song plays when Lara Jean imagines her life after callers or something like that. I don't know. Really, I don't really know exactly what's happening in the scene, but I know that she's imagining uh, her and Peter getting married. That's the only thing that I remember when the song plays. And it's it too is such an iconic song. Like ev- like I said, everyone knows the song. It's so catchy and really fits Lara Jean's. Um, uh mo or like her personality in terms of her loving nostalgia or things that make her feel nostalgic she's also really into pop culture and romance movies so even though wannabe is not a romantic song it is one of the it is made by one of the greatest girl groups to have ever circled the globe and it's just such a great song uh such a such an iconic song and uh, the last song, the last song is another nostalgic song for me, and it's Top Loader's Dancing in the Moonlight. Keep it I literally don't have any, like, um memory specific memory attached to this song and i can't tell you um why i know it but i feel like if you hear it you can see why i like it um it's groovy it's funky and it's it's just such a good song to dance to in your underwear i've never tried it but i just i can just imagine myself dancing to the song you can't in preach my that to the people and not have done it before I'm just saying. I well, maybe they can try it. I don't know. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to be like the the arm to sacrifice. <laughs> and, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's a bad metaphor. But I don't want to be the one. You know, I don't want to be the one to do it. But I'm just saying, it's like a good. I feel like it would be a good thing to do. 
Um, but yeah, so a lot of the old random songs that I know are songs that I heard when I was younger. And like back then, I know that YouTube really wasn't a big thing. Like people weren't putting music on YouTube. And also like they're like computers weren't always accessible like you you if you wanted to use a computer you had to like go to a library or you had to spend like a lot of money on like a desktop and stuff so I really wasn't searching for songs when I was younger so you know now that we have the internet and YouTube is like a really big platform I'm like rediscovering all these old songs that like bring back weird memories of me like walking in the supermarket or like walking um you know in the mall and just hearing this song so yeah I don't know like it's just nostalgic for me because it just reminds me of like just random times it just reminds me of being young in general and uh, but nonetheless it's such a good song to put in a movie and the scene that uh has the song playing uh which is the wedding scene I think this is the scene where they're dancing like uh Lara Jean's dad and his girlfriend um was it Trina? Trina Trina yeah it's like Lara Jean's dad and Trina, they just get married. They just got married and they're dancing and stuff. And it's just such a perfect song to play at an actual wedding if you're white. It, it is, it's a very white song. So, yeah, it's just a white song. So, yeah, but um, yeah, those were my three. Uh, those were three, right? Yeah, those three. Yeah. Those are my, my three uh, favorite songs from um, the movie. There were, there were, yeah. but. But there were more. There were more that I really liked. But these were my favorite. Yeah, there is forty songs. Yeah, forty songs. So your requirement was just like enough nostalgia factor. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this. Um, like again, like Lara Jean herself is a person who loves nostalgia, loves old movies, old romantic movies specifically. So I feel like the song choice was like really important in terms of um giving more depth to her character like mm -hmm. especially specifically in the first one like how i said like oh this is kind of like a weird choice for an Amer what's essentially an american movie you know and they're opening up with a korean song that was not popular in america it was popular in korea like it was like a really big song so i was just like oh so it made me think that like they really wanted to emphasize that like lara is korean you know like and that being Korean is like an important part of Laura's story, but it's it's not something that the movie really like touched upon really. Like there was like one scene where she was like, Oh, Peter, like, you know, people come up to me and they speak Korean, but like I feel but they don't know that I don't know how to speak Korean but and I'm just like, Yeah, I feel that, I feel that. I relate to mm -hmm. that. Yeah, that was yeah, nostalgia was my only requirement for this. Yeah, I I just wanted to quickly say like I too was into K pop at around grade seven, grade eight. And like shiny twenty one, yeah. Um, uh, Sistar, those are my big band, yeah. big bands. But I, I know this song. I, I know um, uh, G by Girl, uh, Girls Generation. I, yeah. I love that song. Yeah, for a long time, I didn't know it was. For a long time, I didn't, I didn't know it's pronounced G, even though they say in the song. I thought it was G. I just kept <laughs> pronouncing it. G. Nice. Like the butter. <laughs> oh my oh, god. god. Everybody really sang the whole song about butter. Yeah, that'd be so funny. That'd be so funny. I yeah, uh, but um, yeah. I, I you guys probably don't know the last song. I feel like not a lot of people know that one. I know. No, I, I knew it that. when I heard it in the movie. I've never really actively thought about it. Yeah. 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 I've never heard of the song before. It's okay. 
It's okay. If you hear it, you'll know it, Patrick. Yeah, it's like one of the songs. No, I, like, I did listen to it. I just listened to it just a minute ago, and I'm like, I, I don't know it. Well, Patrick also doesn't know Hold Ya by Egyptian. And That's very true. So he doesn't uh, well, know. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Uh, Patty doesn't know anything. You should get off the podcast. No, I'm just oh kidding. You're right. I'm kidding. Bye. I'm kidding. Okay. What, uh, what song or soundtrack did you pick, Lex? Okay. This is going to be really, if you know me, this is going to be really typical of me. So the soundtrack that I picked was HBO's Euphoria. And if you haven't seen that show, I'm just letting you know right now there will be spoilers. So if you plan on watching it, I would suggest skipping this next part. So the soundtrack for the whole season one. And I really truly from the bottom of my heart think that the Euphoria soundtrack is the best soundtrack I've ever heard in a movie or TV show. Which, really? granted, I my experience with movies and TV shows is limited. I don't think I've seen enough that, like, other people have seen. But, like, really, God bless the person in charge of the music. It probably cost them, like, a fortune. But it was worth it. The soundtrack is, like, such a great mix. Like, they give you everything from, like, trap music that you would actually hear at an actual party to really, really slow and sad songs that you'd probably listen to when you're, like, so sad you can't even get out of bed and i think that relatability makes this soundtrack so good because of the way they use songs that their audience actually knows and would actually listen to and especially with the slower songs like the more emotional ones it's really clear that they were super intentional with the way they picked the songs for certain scenes which is another big reason why i'm bringing this soundtrack to the table so the first song i wanted to highlight is i know there's going to be good times by jamie xx with sample vocals from Young Thug and Popcan. This song plays during one of the first few episodes when the main character, Rue, who's played by Zendaya, is a recovering drug addict and she goes to a party and she decides to do some coke in the bathroom um, for the first time in months and it hits her really hard. So she walks out of the bathroom and she has to walk down this hallway and there's basically people filling the hallway, you know, drinking, talking, whatever, as people do at a party. And then the whole hallway starts spinning and she literally is walking on the walls, walking on the ceiling, like trying to stay upright and just get through this damn hallway. And everyone else is just like standing on the sides completely unaffected chilling like nothing's wrong and you have to really see it to know why it's so trippy but this song is so catchy and such a great party song it fits like right in the middle of dance hall and pop music and it just really makes the vibe for that scene Mm. yeah i don't like when people put like like how do i say like shonda rhymes (laughs) some of (laughs) some of patty if you don't will you watch bridgerton right Patty. Oh yeah. So Shonda yeah. Rhimes uh, produced that show. I think she. I don't. Yeah, she mm-hmm. produced that show. Let's just say that because it's simpler. Mm-hmm. She produced. Oh the show. wait, wait, wait. Are you are you talking about how they like they orchestrate like the songs like modern songs into orchestras or whatever? No, like that. That's not bad. It's just. It's just like. Do you remember that one scene where in Bridgerton where the Duke and the the Duchess are like they're like having sex to Taylor to a Taylor Swift song? Do you remember that? They're outside in the courtyard or well, something like it's just not I, I forgot, but now now, now <laughs> you reminded me. 
no but but yeah like it's just like that doesn't make sense like Mm -hmm. like what Mm -hmm. i'm trying to say is like sometimes like in shonda rhimes shows i'm not calling out shonda rhyme obviously like i know how hard it is to produce i'm so sorry shonda rhimes no (laughs) no you're not you're calling her out by name (laughs) do you guys know shonda rhimes listens to this podcast Stop. You know she listens. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, but in front of her. I'm just saying, like sometimes the choices that Shonda Rhimes or her team like make for some of the scenes just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, if if someone is dying on a show, you're not going. Like no one's playing like like kung fu fighting in the back, you know what I mean? Everybody <laughs> likes kung fu. Like no one's. I like no who one, let the dogs what, out? Yeah, who? Like you know what I mean? Just doesn't like, <laughs> not make sense. So I feel like this song, like knowing having heard this song, and kind of knowing the scene that you're talking about, um, it yes, like this is this that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. that song makes sense. Okay, the second song that I picked is "I'm Not in Love" by Kelsey Lou. And if I had to describe this song in one word, it would be ethereal. The like harmonies and the sparkly sounds that she uses and the way that she sings all comes together so beautifully on this song. Um, basically, another one of the main characters in Euphoria, Jules, she's really overwhelmed because she's right in the middle of a love triangle throughout the entire season. So she leaves their small town and goes to the city to visit some old friends where she meets a friend of a friend who she's never met before, but she really wants this person to take her mind off of things that are going on back home. So I'm Not In Love plays during this really intense scene where Jules is imagining all of the people that she loves or thinks she loves and everyone that loves her. And the song is essentially about someone trying to convince themselves that they're not in love, even though that they really are. And when you watch this scene and you really pay attention to the lyrics, it just feels like this song was written for Jules in that moment. Yeah. And it that like that song choice really speaks to how intentional the producers were when they were picking the songs for certain scenes it's a really pretty scene yeah i'm listening to it right now it's very like magical magical is the word Mm. it's so nice yeah i feel like um i feel like the people who produced the show or like have yeah who who produced a show who like you know created the concept for the show they were really, um, like you said, like they were really intentional with the way they did things. I remember watching this video where they were explaining why they shot certain scenes, like that, like that spinning scene. Like they yes. were show, they're explaining why they shot it like that, and they're saying they really wanted people to understand like the the emotions that were happening. You know what I mean? They wanted to, they wanted to like not only um, have the actors like portray certain emotions, not not only have the scenes like give off certain emotions but they also wanted the camera work and the like visual effects of the show like that Mm -hmm. visual effects that you can add to the show like contribute to that message Mm -hmm. and that goes that goes um that goes alongside like the 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 music choice you know it, it it makes a lot of sense these songs you know like they're like song they're like um in the genres that like teens would listen to you know mm-hmm. yeah they're just the like you said like the song choice is just really intentional and i i, I really like that i think i think having a good um having a, having a good soundtrack to your show really can 
elevate the the level mm-hmm. of experience that people have oh yeah it. no i was just gonna quickly say like there's one other movie i can think of that f- that has songs that are like the producers thought of the songs first and then made the scenes mm-hmm. and it's the movie baby driver i don't know if y'all ever um watch baby driver but Never. basically like a lot of the scenes match up with the music so like the rhythms um like the beat to the song like like all the action all the sound effects all the mm-hmm. action taking place all match with the with the movie and i feel like i feel like with a euphoria with the music that they choose it may not it may not be as like on the nose as baby driver but i can see what you're saying like i'm listening to some of these songs mm-hmm. that you've chosen i can like i can definitely hear like how these songs connect to the characters emotionally i was just gonna say like um sometimes m- movies that are evolved like the only times the only times i've ever really liked the soundtrack from a movie was when the movie was about music like exclusively about music so for example like drumline the high music's really musical. good high school musical yeah um what camp other what, sure camp rock Teen beach movie okay we don't have to like not all the kids <laughs> movies are grease. like grease i've never watched that but um what? what's what's that what's that what's that um Oh, oh frig! I I watched it the other day. It's like um, it's like a dance movie. It's like a La La stomp Land. the yard. No, oh. stop the stomp the yard. That's the movie. I think I've heard of stomp the yard. <gasps> What's that movie that Corbin Blue is in? Jump in, jump He's out, in jump. Like yeah, jump in. Yeah, yeah. Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. That's not, that that is not about music. I said, <laughs> did you not listen to what I said? No. I said it's movies that are exclusively about music. I was just listening. <laughs> I was just Disney listening movies. Family Channel movies. Oh my god! Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway, go on, go on with your next. Point. Anyway, my third and last song is actually the song from the ending scene of season one, and it's called "All for Us" by Labyrinth and Messendea herself. So that ending scene is actually like a musical number. It's like super theatrical and grand and just the perfect end to the season. It starts out with Rue in her bedroom who relapses for the first time in months and completely loses control. She like gets up and like aggressively but somehow artistically walks out of her house and into the street where there's like an entire marching band and a choir who pull her into like their big performance to this song. And the lyrics of the song are kind of repetitive, but a lot of them speak to who Rue is as a person and the things that she struggles with, like how she can't stay away from drugs, how she only has her mom because she's lost her dad, and how she just loves people way too hard. And basically the whole scene ends with her climbing up this mountain of people made up of the people in the band and the people in the choir while the song is escalating. And then the song ends and she falls back and then the screen goes black. And it's like just a really theatrical scene. Like theatrical is the only word I can think of. And if you're going to watch any scene from this show, it has to be that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. That's that's a, wow, that's a tall um, call to action. (laughs) So 
yeah so what soundtrack did you guys think was the best soundtrack did you think mine was patty's lex's what do you guys think we'll start with we'll start start with patrick okay we'll start i was gonna say me but we'll start with patrick (laughs) (laughs) um Oh, you know what? I let li- you know as you guys were talking about your songs, I I quickly typed it into my phone to listen to all of them, and I gotta say, I really I really enjoy Euphoria's. Boo! I'm, yes. Like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I I'm, do be picking I'm well. Listening, I'm I'm just listening to these three songs, and they're like really like just like even without the context like mm-hmm. i think they're just really great songs just just by themselves and then when you're telling me about like the scenes that perfectly fit in with this with the stories of these characters like i can just see i can see the thought put into it for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. now I'll, i was gonna say my next pick would be yours rome because mm-hmm. i can i can really like i think i'm also very nostalgic I don't know that like I appreciate nostalgia. So when I when I see like G by girl and girls generation generation generation. Oh, mwah. like I like after listening to that once, I, I kind of just want to add it to my playlist to listen to again because it's it's already right, so good. Right. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. And then like want to be iconic, as you said, and dancing in the moonlight. I listened to a bit of it. I want to listen to more of it yeah yeah it's such a good song it's so Mm. good and then uh, i'm picking spider-verse not because i don't think it's bad i think all of them are great like how how can i put this like and just just in comparison to your songs compared to what i have i feel like i feel like i can really either really enjoy the song or i can really look back on the songs that you guys got whereas mine Uh. i can't like i only enjoy them because of the movie Mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 that's a good point mm-hmm. you so you, you're saying like art like lex and i's pick have more uh memorable uh factors like they have that kind of factor like songs like, you, you know? can take out of the movie and enjoy yeah yes you yeah, don't yeah, need yeah. the movie to enjoy them yeah oh mm-hmm. like like this is a better way to say it maybe like when you listen to the song you don't think of the movie like you think oh it's just it's just a song Mm-hmm. it's not like the first thing i, I would think mm-hmm. of or like yeah yeah good, good, yeah. good, good. i'll i'll go right, <laughs> <laughs> i'll go i'll go next um uh i will put mine first because i am biased like i i don't know like i really love those songs those songs every time maybe it's just because i don't hear them a lot but like those songs like they just they do something to me like they fill my heart up and i could just i don't know like it they're the kinds of songs that like make me want to watch the movie again like you ever have that where you like the the music is just so good you want to watch the movie again mm-hmm. yeah so that's that's just my kind of that's my thought process like i i am so attached to these songs that like like even if the movie didn't exist exist i would go and listen to the songs by themselves so that's what makes the movie soundtrack like so good to me so it was really it was really just nostalgia nice. it needed it, to meet it, like a nostalgia threshold and then it was like yes yes but like once yeah like it was literally once it introduced once the movie introduced that factor it was like i can't go back <laughs> i can't go back mm. <laughs> um the second one the second per the second soundtrack i would pick is the spider verse one i really like that one i really i yeah i just i don't know what to say i really liked the spider verse soundtrack 
it was why are you doing the t-pain thing <laughs> you know, sorry, i'm offended i yeah i don't know you well maybe it's because i don't really watch the show but i i don't know some songs with me are like hit or miss like i don't know i i'm not saying that like the songs that you picked were bad it's just like songs i would not listen to by myself like like the like the one jamie the jamie xx one mm-hmm. like i like that song i it like that song, song. Yeah, but it's just like the other songs, they're kind of like out of my tastes. And they're not songs that like make me want to dive into those tastes more. Different tastes more. So that's why I put it last. But it, yeah, the, the soundtrack is wonderful. So don't think that your show is bad. Don't okay. do drugs. <laughs> well, you already know I'm going to pick Euphoria as number one because it was a soundtrack that was sent from God. I really, really love that soundtrack. I got a lot of good songs out of that soundtrack that I put in my own personal playlist that I listened to because I genuinely just really enjoy the songs. Like, not even because I need to watch the show to enjoy the songs. Um, And then I would put To All The Boys second because I did watch it with Rome the other day, so it's still fresh in my mind. Um, Not necessarily because of the nostalgia factor, but, like, just because it fit well with the movie it fit well with the characters it just made sense um and i'm really sorry patrick i have to put yours as number three just because i never seen didn't it. know i never she seen a superhero the- movie in my life except for the one with tom holland and zendaya and i only paid attention to zendaya so i don't even know oh my god zendaya is barely in any in any of them that's fine how could you how could you confuse the two literally one of them is a cartoon and then one of them is real life i didn't even know there was a cartoon <laughs> and also the one in the cartoon is black. The person's black. I did not know there was a cartoon. Tom Holland is white, okay? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a cartoon. And I thought Tom Holland was American. So I really have no oh my God. place to be talking. He's not American. He's not no, American. He's, he's, Br- British. He's, fr- he's British. He's British. He's <laughs> British. Yeah, he's he, he British. He is British. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, it, I, I just—it just shows his acting so good. His acting, yeah, his his, his American accent is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! The one time, I'm sorry. Quickly, there was an yeah. interview where like someone was like, "Oh, so how come you act like you're British when really you're American?" I'm like, oh, oh my, <laughs> oh my god. god! Wow. <laughs> wow. He, that's how you know that you're good. That's how you know. In this episode, we'll be talking about the best songs that came out of 2020, at least in our opinions. We've got songs from a few very polar opposite genres like indie pop, R&B, and hip-hop, which means there will be a little something for everyone. If you have a topic you want us to discuss or even just want to say hi, our social media is at soundassortment on Twitter and Instagram and soundassortment.podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Until our next chat, see you next time on Sound Assortment.